Oh sure, there are often reasons to be unhappy, but there is wisdom in a saying that came my way many years earlier. Is this the hill on which you care to die? Is it worth burning a bridge with you on it to never have the opportunity to cross the bridge again? Welcome to the Miles and the Markers podcast. It's Wednesday, August 24th. This is Gene Girdley. Thank you so much for listening. I'm uh, gonna approach today's topic a little bit differently. We would be on mile 33, believe in your abilities. And I'll talk a little bit about it. And then mile 34 is avoid burning bridges. And And I think I'm gonna cover that one in more detail than I am In fact, I'm not even gonna read mile 33. And let me explain why. Just before I recorded this that you're hearing now, I recorded mile 33. I had mentioned last week that those who listen to the podcast, there might not be a podcast for last week. It was actually two weeks ago. There might not be a podcast for last week because I was on the road. And that was certainly part of it. It took up half of my week. But I still could have done the podcast last week. I've just been so hesitant because mile 33, which is believe in your abilities, talks about a relationship. The whole chapter talks about a relationship with someone who I have decided to no longer relate with. And I'm not even going to mention his name and I'm not going to mention the association either because I did that in the recording that I made just a few minutes ago and I just didn't feel right about it I didn't feel right about sharing that content you can read it in the book if you want to I didn't feel right about speaking negatively about anyone else I'm very hurt and it's very difficult to not be vengeful toward that individual. What I will say about believing in your abilities is that based on my experience, I was asked by Mitsubishi to watch someone's presentation and refine it so that it fits Mitsubishi's culture and processes. I did that successfully. And then when I began working as a contractor for this person, two other people who I love and respect and admire who were associated with this person, Sean Ryder and Jack Lupo, we really did a lot to help sell a $2.5 million project to Mazda. Jack and I are the ones who presented the the proposal that got bought. And so the point there is that based on the experience that I had in retail, based on my experience as a writer, based on Jack's experience as a trainer, and I obviously had training experience as well, we were confident that we could sell against organizations like GP Strategies, who was called Sandy at the time, Merritt's and Jackson Dawson, because they were all in the running too. And we got the deal. We were really small at the time. And so the mile marker 
which I will share with you for this one was to ensure that you're trained in the necessary skills and that you practice those skills and you perform at a high level. Work hard to become confident in your abilities. You are then the expert and you can show it every time. And, and that's all I'm going to share about that mile. And, and some of you might say, well, why? Come on, Gene, give us the stuff. <laughs> give us the whole story. Well, I, I'm not going to give the whole story because I just don't feel like it would be right. In fact, I've prayed about this a lot. I've battled with it. Some people who are really close to me know how much I've battled with it. And I've expressed some real frustration and anger to some of those friends over this whole thing. But as I look through scripture in my meditations on a regular basis. And as I think about the fact that I present myself online and to everybody else as someone who believes in Jesus and follows Christ and follows the Christian life. And he, of course, famously said, if someone hits you, turn the other cheek. If they ask for your coat, cloak, give them your coat too. And it's not just what Jesus said, it's in the Old Testament as well. Proverbs 20, 22, do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord, he will save you. Proverbs 24, 29, do not say thus, I shall do to him as he has done to me. And then Paul expounds on a verse in Deuteronomy. Let me share with you the verse in Deuteronomy 32, 35. It is mine to avenge, I will repay. In due time, their foot will slip. Their day of disaster is near and their doom rushes upon them. And as I just mentioned, Paul gets even deeper into this when he says, beginning in Romans verse chapter 12 and verse 17, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, and here he quotes Deuteronomy, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, says Paul in verse 20, If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. So as a Christian, I'm called to not take Vengeance. You know, I've got 18 months of emails and text messages. I've got uh, almost 100 hours of video that would support my cause for taking action. Some people will not agree with me, especially Christian attorneys. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get him so he won't keep doing this to other people. I don't think it's my job. In fact, as a believer, I think I need to do what the Scripture says to do. Now, building on that, I will read this and then comment on it. And that is mile 34, avoid burning bridges. So let me just get into it. One of the more important lessons anyone can learn in business or when working for someone else is to leave on good terms. Obviously, the situation I just described, we did not part on good terms. Now, 
keep in mind that back in 2005 or six, this same person cut me loose, fired me. But at that time, I just felt like it was a business decision. He had received some counsel from some consultant outside and said I wasn't needed anymore, and so he fired me. And now a similar thing has happened. Uh, even though one of the things that he wrote about me was, Gene is the best automotive industry writer, bar none. So at some point, though, I became no longer important. So in mile 34, avoid burning bridges, I said one of the more important lessons anyone can learn in business or when working for someone else is to leave on good terms. And I still believe that. If at all possible, even as Paul said, if at all possible, if it's up to you, live in peace with everyone. Oh, sure, there are often reasons to be unhappy. <laughs> I have plenty of them. But there is wisdom in a saying that came my way many years earlier. Is this the hill on which you care to die? Is it worth burning a bridge with you on it to never have the opportunity to cross the bridge again? Well, as you've already seen in my book, I've repeatedly returned to employers and business relationships. Now I was being asked to return to the Saturn training team. Others who have worked for or with the same companies left on not so good terms. As a result, their opportunities for returning were permanently closed. It was a different time for Saturn. They had almost been cut from the General Motors lineup at the same time Oldsmobile was eliminated, but someone was smart enough to ask existing Saturn owners what other brand of General Motors they would consider buying were Saturn to go away. Their answer stunned many at General Motors. Almost two million people surveyed said they would return to an import brand rather than purchase any other General Motors vehicle. So instead of cutting the brand, considerable investment was made to improve the Saturn product. One of the things we used to say in retail was, everybody makes a pretty good car these days, so you're not going to end up with a poorly built vehicle. Products built by Saturn in the first 10 years of existence fell into that category. General Motors, however, didn't invest much money in Saturn or the product development. The platform changed very little except for an exterior design for 1996. It was the same car skinned three different ways. So there was a coupe, a sedan, and a wagon. When I returned as a contract trainer, Saturn had invested a lot of money in producing new designs. These cars would win awards and they would quickly cause jealousy among other General Motors brands, namely Chevrolet. The year after Saturn's Aura sedan won the award for North American Car of the Year, Chevrolet demanded they rebadge the same vehicle as a Malibu. They did, and it would win the same prize for Chevrolet the following year. For the first time in Saturn's history, it shared a platform with another GM nameplate, and it spelled the beginning of the end. Another decision, giving former Oldsmobile dealers new franchises, set Saturn on a course creating even more division. It made training these folks more difficult because they had no intention of doing business the Saturn way. As each successive year passed, Saturn became more like other GM brands and less like the leader in customer satisfaction they'd been 10 years earlier. As Saturn started investing in a new vehicle lineup, it upgraded its facilities and updated its sales processes. 
Customers had begun doing more research online and changes in retail experiences were also expected. Once again, I was asked to be the lead trainer for the new process. It was a lot of work and it involved many unique activities, including trips to shopping malls to visit cutting-edge retail stores like Apple Store, Williams-Sonoma, and Lush. If they were providing an exceptional customer experience, we visited and integrated what we learned into the new Saturn Consultative Sales process. In the next two years, we were busy. As the lead trainer, I traveled a lot to a variety of areas in the country to pilot the new process. During one particular week, I had to train in Texas on a Monday and Tuesday, then catch a plane Tuesday night for a five-hour flight to northern Michigan, where another pilot training was to occur on Wednesday morning. Not only was it a long day, but I was sick. Still, the program turned out very good, and I learned a great deal about project management. And the mile marker, build and maintain excellent relationships both personally and professionally. Great relationships allow you to return and do business with past connections because you left on a positive note. And while with my last experience with the person I will not name did not end on a positive note, I was not the one who burnt the bridge. The bridge was burnt behind me. Uh, the fuse was being lit over several months before the bridge was finally burned. Unfortunately, that relationship ended. And since that time, which was late December of 2021, I have done very little in the way of fixed operations training or things associated with fixed operations. And a lot of people have come to me and asked me to do stuff. And part of the reason is simply because I've been waiting on my own calling, waiting on what I feel I need to be doing. There's a lot of great stuff going on in fixed ops out there. A lot of incredible people doing incredible things for fixed operations. Uh, the group that I'm most excited about what they're doing is Service Drive Live. And the reason I'm excited about it is because even as they say themselves, Joe and Eric and all the rest of the people there, it's real world. It's people who are working in the business every day and they're doing it to learn from one another and they're not doing it to try and promote some uh, vendor uh, to just make money for their own show. I would encourage you to reach out to Joe and Eric at Service Drive Live. They just announced, by the way, today that all of their postings are going to come through Service Drive Live. So look up Service Drive Live on LinkedIn if you want to be a part of that amazing group. Well, that's it for today. I apologize to those who really wanted me to get in depth into mile 33. I, I did it. <laughs> I actually did it. I recorded it. Uh, but after I did, I just didn't feel a piece about sharing it. I just don't feel I needed to go into depth. So I hope you respect that decision. Folks, um, God bless you. This is an interesting time in our world. I wish only the best for you. I wish all the best of success to each and every one of you. Go out and make it 
a great week. Thank you for listening to the Miles in the Mark.